Want to just lead? Sonia McDonald will take you on a journey on inspiration and courage. Sonia and her guests will inspire you to be truly kind, courageous and just lead. Welcome everyone, it's Sonia McDonald here and very excited about today's guest on my podcast. She is a finalist in the Outstanding Leadership Awards. She's also, now you're the founder of Craig's Table. Okay, so I'm very interested to find out a little bit more about Craig's Table. But Rosie Rosemary Mackenzie Ferguson, uh, I've dealt with her and spoken to her on a few occasions and I'd have to say she absolutely espouses kindness and definitely courage. She has got a beautiful heart and soul. Uh, I am so thrilled to have her as a finalist in our awards. So tell us about yourself, Rosemary, because I am dying to hear about your story. Well, after that introduction, I'm kind of embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) You you and I have, you know that that I've said this to you before, I I am still amazed that I'm actually a finalist in these awards. Um, I've looked at the the other finalists from from every category and I am just in in awe of all of them. They are amazing people. Uh, and, and have done some truly outstanding work and to to see my name listed there it's kind of like a bit of a shock actually because um, it's not what it's not who I am it's 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 what I do is what I do it's it's not what I you know awards are are nice to have uh, and the recognition is nice but it's not why I do what I do um I, I guess the best best way to describe the leadership that I that I I de- developed, I suppose, is, is I'm really a servant leader. Um, I, I I do what I do to serve the community that I work in, and the community, the wider community of New South Wales, Australia, and internationally as well. Um, my community is probably one of the most misunderstood, underestimated communities anywhere. Uh, it's the injured worker community. And um, most people don't talk about us. Uh, we're kind of like the the cousin that uh, nobody wants to talk about but has to invite to the family wedding, so to speak. <laughs> you know, it's just we're, we're around but but probably very misunderstood. Um I myself am what they call an incomplete paraplegic. Um, I, I sustained my injury. Uh, I worked it out yesterday, uh, 26 years ago. Um, so yeah, for the last 26 years I've been living a, uh, a very different life to what I was pre-injury. And, and finding, finding out who I am post that has actually been... Um, a bit of a challenge, very cathartic, very interesting. It's taken me places that I never thought I would get to go. Um, been on a speaking tour in the States. Um, oh, wow. That, that in itself was kind of uh, an interesting um, side bit to, to being an injured worker because, you know, you, you don't actually think when you when you laying on the floor wondering if you're ever going to stand up again. Um, will you be getting on a Qantas flight and flying to the, to the other side 
top of the world to to speak at a, at a, at a very auspicious conference. Um, it's just like, yeah, how does that happen? And I, I sometimes wish that I had that magical ball of string that you, know, you tie to your little toe uh, and then you could trace it back because um, things just seem to happen and uh, I find myself in amazing situations and then I wonder how the hell I got here. Um, so it really is a my, my life really is only only understood in hindsight, and even I don't understand it most of the time. Um, but it's it's fun. It has to be fun, otherwise I'm not, I'm never going to do it. No, and and I, and I have to be of of help to first of all to the injured worker community, mm. but to the but to the wider community um, in the same same breath because we are all part of the same world. Yes, we are all connected. Uh, I I think even during this time, so I'm just um, sitting here writing some notes, is during this time we need to be really understanding how we're all really connected during this time. So I've just written here, you you went to the US to speak. Whereabouts in the US? Uh, Downtown Burbank. In LA? LA, yes. And what did you speak about? Um, I spoke about the need to actually include injured workers in every conversation uh, within the workers' compensation industry and to actually include injured workers at the policy and, and, and procedure-making conversation table as well because we really are that that the elephant in the room that everybody talks about, talks around, talks under and over, but never actually talks to. Um, and why is that? Um, I've, I've never actually worked that one out. Uh, I, because we're, look, the one thing I know that post my own injury is I sustained physical injuries to my body. I didn't lose my capacity to think or to yeah. read or to understand or to mm. research. I, I, I never lost my identity. Um, I, I have an injury. I am not my injury. Um, you know, we, we treat people rather differently. I mean, if, if I sustain my injuries on, on a sporting field or in a car accident uh, or even slipped over in a supermarket, the way I would have I would have been treated was a, a thousand percent different uh, to what I was treated, or the way I was treated, simply because I sustained a workplace injury. Um, you know, I, I I can fill in a, a job application, and I know there's one question on that that job application that will not be there, uh, and that question will be, have I ever served time? So, have I ever been to jail? Um, that question is not allowed to be there, and rightfully so. You should, should never be there. But the question of have I ever had a workers' compensation injury is there, and people judge me on that. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realise that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so to say that the, the urban myth that I am 
somehow rather less a person simply because I have sustained a workplace injury um, makes no sense, makes no logical sense, it makes no ethical sense, it makes no mental sense and yet the urban myth is that because I have sustained a workplace injury that that somehow rather I, I will be less of a person and less able to do whatever the task is that, that you know, the job is that I've applied for. Um, and I, I find that rather strange because I, I don't think anyone actually ever applies for a job that they don't think that they can do. No, I, I agree. Um, I may not know how to do every aspect of a job that I'm applying for, but, but I think I have the capability of understanding and learning how to do different things within a job. Um, but because I've got a workplace injury, uh, I, I, would, I know and others in the injured worker community know that our resumes would never even make it into the, to the selection process. So it would hit the nearest rubbish bin and that is, that's where it would, would go. And it's wrong because we are still very vital, very, very intelligent, very capable people. Yeah, there's a lot of biases around different areas that I'm pretty bash passionate about. So, so my 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 trip to the states really was to to speak at at one of their elite conferences um, about how easy it is to actually change that whole process, and it's incredibly easy to change the process. Harder to change the biases, but the process to change it's pretty is pretty simple. We're going to try and change that. Well, we need to talk offline about that. So we'll talk offline around some ideas around getting that out and changing that. Yeah. Small steps can make, tiny tweaks can make big changes. <laughs> I, I, I believe that if we do something every day to work towards walking and climbing our own own Everest, then then we will get there, you know, to, to try and take, the whole thing in one step is impossible um, and, and, and slightly ludicrous. But if we do it do a little bit every day, then we can change everything. I agree. I totally agree. So, and that's leadership. I mean, leadership is about making a difference and making an impact, but also leadership is about being inclusive, you know, making everyone feel valued and unique, you know. Everyone is, is, is valued and every, everyone in their own right is, is a unique person. I mean, there mm. is no other Sonia McDonald. There may be someone who also has your name or has the name, but they are not you. There is, and I know, I know this for a fact. There's no other in in the world. There's no other Rosemary Mackenzie Ferguson. I know because I've checked. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, one of one of my foster granddaughters checked. She 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 googled my name and found out I was the only one. So I trust her judgment on that one. Okay. I might have to research that, but I bet you there'd still be no, there'd be no, no other Rosemary like Rosemary, you. So, so tell me about, uh, so you're, you're an amazing finalist and I know when the team looked at your nomination, it definitely made their hearts sing. And so how are you feeling about being a finalist? I know at the start you mentioned it. You actually have said this to me several times that you can't believe it. <laughs> Honestly, scared, scared sideways is the polite version of that. Um, and it, it's, it's got nothing to do with 
not um, not wanting my name up in lights or anything like that. It's just um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a person that's, that stands out the front. I'm, I'm the guy, you know, the person pulling the curtains open and closing the curtains for everybody else. Um, I'm not a lot, I'm not comfortable in the limelight. So, yeah, I'm, I'm honoured. And it's a, it's it's a it's a fantastic vehicle for for me to be able to promote the work that needs to be done within the injured worker community, at and but scared sideways at the same time because it means I actually have to stand there and and be me in my own right in front of a whole lot of other people. Hmm. I can see where you're coming from. However, I just think that the whole awards are about being brave and being courageous and, yeah. you know, and also you already got the kindness and the inclusivity happening, but it's by showing and, st- and having a voice and standing out there. It's, and it's, these awards aren't about the awards. It's about a movement around people like yourself that are out there creating change, making a difference so you can inspire others to do the same thing because I'm sure there's plenty of other people that sit back and go, you know what? I want to do that. I want to give that a go. I want to create a change here, oh, but I'm too scared. Yeah. And you're, oh, yeah. I think ignorance for what I did was a blessing in, in, at the start because I had no idea what I was taking on, uh, no idea whatsoever. And if I had a known, I don't know that I would have been game enough to have actually pursued it because, um to start with, I didn't really understand what workers' compensation was. There's no no user manual that, that you get when you become an injured worker. So you've got this whole minefield of legislation and systems and processes and total strangers coming into your life uh, and telling you all sorts of things that you don't understand. Uh, so you've got this, this whole new world of craziness around you at the same time you're trying to heal your body um be a mum you know do all the normal everyday things um and and you don't know what's going on so it's i I think comfortable ignorance is is a good way good place to start things from (laughs) 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 because most people say why did you do it well I really only started because I actually wanted to understand what the, what was going on in my own life because uh, it didn't make sense. And, and um, I, I guess I've always been a researcher of, of information, so I, I, I needed to find out what this, this, this beast, this animal was in my life and why it was there and how long it was going to stay for. I didn't expect it to to haul me in and change me from who I was to to who I am now. Hmm. It's amazing how these different situations or experiences can shape who you are and your leadership, you know, and uh, I'm just super proud of you and what you've created for yourself and Craig's Table and it's amazing. Um, I, I think when, when, I, when I look back at it, um, it, it really is is one of those things that you, you really can appreciate that 
if you have a will to do something, you actually don't you don't need any any training. You don't need any qualifications. You just have to have the will to want to do something. Um, and it's amazing how far that will will carry you, uh, and how many tools and supporters and everything else that you need along the way just turn up when 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 the need is there the the right door opens when the need is really there yeah it's very true very true so just to close off I mean if if people wanted to reach out to you and learn more about you and what you're doing or if they wanted to help anyone that's listening on this podcast I mean they could go to your website uh, the best way to, to, to track me down these days is is on LinkedIn, um, or you know, give me a ring. Oh, we'll put we'll put your details in the podcast. Is that okay in the yeah. bio? Yeah, that's good. Because yeah. um, LinkedIn's great, everyone obviously, and I'm hoping that everyone's connecting with the finalists on LinkedIn. So, yeah, I think I think I spent probably far too much time sending out LinkedIn you know, con- connection invitations to just about everybody that's a finalist. <laughs> oh, good on you. That's I'm awesome. Not stalking everybody. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with stalking. Just so professional stalking is, a, yeah, is definitely a good thing. Nice <laughs> oh, it's, so, yeah, link, LinkedIn is really the, the easiest way to find me these days. Excellent. Well, I'll put a link to your profile on there. So if anyone here would love to reach out to Rosemary, because I know she has got a massive heart. She loves helping others. So if you are listening, definitely click on her link uh, in the bio and description for this podcast. And please come and support her on the awards because even though she's going, what did you, what was the phrase she, you were scared sideways. Yeah, scared sideways. I was going to use another word then. Yeah, then uh, yeah, so I, I cleaned it up a bit. <laughs> I would have said the other word. but uh, yeah. So come and support her because we'll be there supporting her. We're going to be her, her cheerleaders on the night. Mm. So I have to tell you I, I, um, I, I was named a, a co, co-winner for the uh, Women of the West Awards on International Women's Day here in, in, in New South Wales or here in Sydney. Um, and it was kind of like everyone else was was there, and they they knew everybody. And um, the one person who was supposed to be there with me actually got called out to a meeting just as we were pulling into the into the car park, and so she dropped me off. Um, so I walked into this venue on on my own, and it was wonderful because you know, it was surrounded by very very powerful people, very 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 strong women, very um, supportive people in their own right. And then um, and I was just sitting there eating a very nice chocolate dessert when they named, when they called my name out and I just about choked on it. It's kind of like, oh, my God, that's me because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I really wasn't expecting it. But. Well, I can't. Well, congratulations. And I know, I know all of us cannot wait to finally meet you. At um, the event, at the gala dinner. So we're going to have a wonderful time and we I'm are... forward to it. I just hope the borders are open by then so I can actually fly in and fly out. <laughs> I am feeling exactly the same as you are. So uh, fingers crossed. But, yeah, we can't wait to meet you. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time today on the podcast and sharing about who you are and 
and your story. And I know we're all so honoured to see you as a finalist. So well done. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to um, walking the pretend red carpet. <laughs> Unless it really is red carpet. Well, I'm hoping we're going to be having red carpet, so it's definitely going to be a spectacular evening. So it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic Queensland or a fantastic Brisbane evening. So it's going to be it's going to be fun. One way, one way or the other, it's just going to be fun. It is going to be fun. So thank you so much for your time today. And I know, knowing you and I, will definitely be in contact in the next few weeks. And I just want to say thank you so much for supporting us as well. It means a lot. That's okay. Anything we can do. Thanks again. Have a wonderful evening. And remember to keep subscribing to and listening to our podcasts and all the finalists. And you're going to be hearing some amazing stories of leadership and kindness and courage. Thanks for listening to our podcast. And remember, stay kind and stay courageous. Thank you. Thank you.